Blog Talk Radio. of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Happy Friday. Happy April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Happy like. yeah. Well, it's another yeah. month. Okay. But uh, yesterday it was raining, sleeting, snowing, and then the sun wants to peek out. What kind of crazy crap is that? It hey. wasn't no snow where I'm at. It was cold today. <laughs> this, this morning it was okay. cold outside. Straight cold. Mm-hmm. Felt like yeah, uh, one time, didn't it? I was going to drop some tomatoes in the ground. They would have been dead as a doorknob. Yeah, it does feel like winter <laughs> all over again. It's supposed to be springtime. No. Come on, to spring. Mm. Come on, yeah, spring. Man. Back that thing up. Uh oh. There you go. <laughs> uh huh. Well, before I start, before I do this rundown, I want to give a shout-out to my Aunt Shirley. She's listening tonight, and uh, Miss Lala. Yay! Uh, okay. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay. All That's right. Inspiring. And we got a, yeah, we got a new audience. So you might behave tonight, Father. <laughs> yeah, I'll behave. Yeah, we'll I see how long that lasts. <laughs> All right. Right. Go ahead, Kettle. Crank it up. All right. We're going to crank it up tonight. Um, Our hot topic tonight, another attack at the U.S. Capitol, unfortunately. Um, MLB moving all-star game from Georgia over new voting laws. Also, Matt Goss under a sex trafficking probe. Mm. Okay. I'll hit it in quarter headlines tonight. We got quite a bit tonight, so we're going to hit them in quarter tonight, y'all. Former GOP speaker John Boehner calls out Ted Cruz in new book. Also, uh, Derek Chauvin use of force totally unnecessary testimony. Um, also, East uh, Tennessee State players say their coach was pushed to resign. And uh, two teenage girls charged with murder after alleged carjacking. Also, seven Texas officers fired in the death of 26-year-old Marvin Scott. And April Fool's Day prank goes wrong. Our cocktail of the week, we got a good one tonight. April Showers cocktail, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news, of course, we got to lighten it up. Uh, a not haunted house scares up in interest in Massachusetts town. Also, Ravens accused of stealing groceries from Alaska Costco customer. And Chicago porch pirate busted. Man, that's a lot to say. Um, I'm just saying with red wine, why are we so disrespected? Living for the city with Papa Didi. I got quite a bit with my Hollywood wrap-up. Some interesting stuff tonight. The kiss the list and the last word. 
So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topic. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Uh, let's see. Before we hit these hot topics, we're going to go to the phone lines. We have an early right. caller. So let's right. do that. Hello, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. You are live. Go ahead with your comment. Good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Good evening. Not oh, too bad. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, we're sitting here enjoying the Pajama Party. We just have, I just got a plate of fried fish and some fried potatoes with onions. Mm. So I am just so excited to hear all these wonderful topics tonight. But wow. we definitely need to say a prayer about the officer that lost his life today at the Capitol. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So sad. I'm just so thankful and excited to have you guys back live again because y'all fooled me last week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad. <laughs> Don't yeah, fool me great. and take it away from me. <laughs> well, it's great to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to be back. But okay. we do appreciate you guys listening. Always. And it's we all thank about you so much for your support. Absolutely. And we love, love, and you, we guys. love you. Love we you love too. you too. <laughs> thank all you. right, peace out. Yep. All right. We ain't going right. nowhere. Oh, we ain't going nowhere. I was there. We ain't going nowhere. You're listening. Why are you going to say peace out? Oh, I'm just telling you. I thought they were hanging up. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the fish and the potatoes. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're listening. Y'all can go ahead and mute us because it's a comedy show. And happy Good Friday. <laughs> happy Good yes, Friday. Happy, happy Good Friday. You. All, All right. right. All right. I just love our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I agree. Yes, they are. All they right. Are uh, Kettle? Yes. Yeah. Kettle, you okay. are in pole position. What you got for All us right. tonight? Um, unfortunately, uh, some other things are going on here at this Capitol. I'm not sure what's in that Capitol. But uh, at least one U.S. Capitol Police officer has died after being struck by a suspect in a vehicle. Another officer was hospitalized with injuries, and the suspect is dead, unfortunately. 
Um, acting the uh, USCP chief, Ms. Pittman, said at a press conference following the incident, officers shot the suspect when he exited the vehicle, ignored the officer's verbal commands to back down, and then lunged towards them with a knife. Wow. Police identified the officer killed as a William uh, Billy Evans. Uh, he was an 18-year veteran of the department. The incident marks the first breach of capital security since January. Here we go again. Um, everybody knows the mob. Um, President Trump sent the, you know, people out there or whatever. Um, the attack resulted in the deaths of one Capitol um, police officer and four rioters and caused injuries more than 140. That was the um, January 6th incident. Um, it goes on to say, this has been an extremely difficult time for U.S. Capitol Police after the events of January 6th, Pittman said, and now the events that um, have occurred here today. Um, I did see the press conference live. She said, you know, pray for the Capitol Police and um, uh, Ms. Evans' family and everything, and uh, they just need some help, you know, the Capitol Police as far as, but the man upstairs, because I, I just don't understand what's going on. People just, I don't understand what is in the capital that they want. You know, it's, know. It's, it's just a building. It's just a building. I mean, it represents a lot of stuff. So it's like you, you want to destroy the, the capital because of your crazy ideologies and your, the crazy things that, you, you know, you're thinking about or, or want to do. It just doesn't make any sense. So, um Oh, I mean, we, we have to just continue. Yeah, we just have to continue to follow this. Um, also, the um, chief of police of DC police, he was there also. Um, uh, chief Conti, Robert Conti, he was there and he spoke also. So they're working together. Um, I think they're going to take over the investigation, and uh, they're going to work together and, and just try to see what's going on. Hopefully, there's no extremists or anything like that. So we just have to hope and pray that it's not. So we'll see. Wasn't the uh, National Guard on the scene as well? Sure. Yeah. Are they still, they're still in the city, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm feeling pretty safe. What did you say, Obi-Papa? Yeah, I said they showed up on cue like they was supposed to, you know, on, on the 6th of January, but, but was held back by your boy. So, you know, mm-hmm. thank goodness we got For some sure. real leadership in office. Yeah. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, but uh, well, I, I just think um, I just feel like the the I just want to chime in with the mayor. She just needs to step up somewhat, you know, and and because besides this, we've been having some other shooting incidents, and I don't want to be labeled as quote unquote the murder capital of the you know again like yeah. we were before, so. Let's just all work together and just try to solve some things, get it done. Well, I think that the mayor has been too focused on developing buildings and making money Mm -hmm. for the, I'm assuming for the city. I'm not going to speak on who may be getting what kind of kickbacks and whatnot. Speak on. Well, I'm just saying I'm not going to say it because I don't know if that's a fact. I will say that I am curious as to who's making all this money because they are popping up buildings like you play with Lego blocks. You know, like every time I go through the city now, I see either a brand new hole or a brand new building. 
And I'm like, well, who who is who is taking up residence in all these buildings? Yeah, I said when mm-hmm. you still got people sleeping under the bridges and homeless right around the corner from the place. Right around the corner from but, the But they keep putting up all these buildings with the, you know, nice grocery store on the ground level. All that's fine and good, but you got to take care of the people who actually live in the city. You can't keep doing stuff to attract people from other places. Let's take care of our own first. I said this like five years ago, you know, when I seen it happen because I'm down there every day. And... um I just think that she's going to be replaced by the very same people, the constituents and the architectures and all that. It's going to be a big time. The person that owns most of these buildings is going to end up being the next mayor, and that's what's going to blindside her. But, I mean, I'm not wishing no bad luck on her, but, but you know, beware of the eyes of March. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand mm-hmm. it's hard to bite the hand that feeds you, but somebody needs to do something. Because folks are just going crazy with, like what Kettle was saying, the the, the gun uh, situation, just day after day. is shootings every place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're, even if you get the culprit, that doesn't mean that it won't happen again with a whole other group of people. Day after day, this stuff is out of control. And yeah. I realize mm-hmm. that the police can't, like in Minority Report, they can't see it before it happens, but... There's got to be some kind of resolution, because I saw this this brother on TV trying to blame it all on COVID, talking about well these kids are you know they they are missing their grandparents. Some of their grandparents have died because of COVID, yeah. and they haven't been able to be with their grandparents, and that's why they're acting out. And we just need to embrace the youth. I wanted to slap him through that television. Yeah. I'm like brother, you sound kind of crazy. You cannot blame yeah. it all on that. These kids are like beyond, mm-hmm. once you get in the teens, you've been given mm-hmm. some kind of foundation for how to behave. So right. these 13, 14, 15-year-olds that are out mm-hmm. here carjacking and acting a fool, this is not all about COVID. This is about mm-hmm. you acting a fool because you are a fool. Don't right. blame it on COVID. Okay, let me stop. I'm going to stop. your soapbox. But, yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my soapbox back um, under the table. Okay, but I feel as if the mayor needs to show some type of presence that, um, you know, you, you can't take over the city in in such a, this way as far as shooting and bank bang all the time. You know, is it you trying to get rid of those people in those areas or are you trying to stop crime or help deter it? I mean, you can't stop it completely because people are going to do what they want to do. But you need something, some type of vice or something to deter people from um, bringing this crap in our city. You know, enough exactly. is enough. You know, you don't, I don't know you if you don't want to put more patrolmen on the street, particularly in Southeast where there's been like crazy shootings between Southeast, Capitol Heights, Maryland. I mean, it's like one after the other. I don't they, know how many police depression. available there are, but... Maybe you need to pull everybody off of death duty and put everybody out walking the beat. No, it's that National Guard. They just need to bring a force in higher than the police force because I'm quite sure they're overworked and truly underpaid. They're going through a lot. I mean, with this George Floyd thing, they're going through a lot. So it's like you need another force um, other than the, the cops to help um, bring some justice or some calm or 
something, some kind of normalcy around here. It's just because everybody now is out buck wild because of the COVID. I mean, you know, you've been locked down for a year, so now you want to act buck wild. But I'm going to get up that soapbox too, so all right, get in the next yeah. door. <laughs> I just want to say one last recommendation for everybody who feels like they're losing their mind over COVID. Before you go get a gun or get in your car and run into somebody or shoot somebody, just go outside and scream as loud as you can and let it out. Maybe that will relieve some of the pressure because I feel like everything is in like a pressure cooker. You know how a pressure cooker, when that thing is ready to blow, it's going to blow. So maybe everybody needs to just collectively go outside and just scream at the top of your lungs. That's not going to hurt anybody, and no loss of life will be involved. Let's just go outside and scream. But all this killing people and stuff has got to stop. All right, I'm done. All right, who's up next? You, Papa Didi? I, I guess I'm. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You know the we, news. We, we taking over Papa Didi's butt. <laughs> yeah, see. Okay, I thought. You know, I was crazy and I did all that talking. I'm just, you know. Anyway, yeah. in other news, um, this is uh, politically and sports related as well. Major League Baseball is moving the All Star Game this year from Georgia because of that uh, state passing those new restriction voting laws, and that blind that blindsided the hell out of uh, Atlanta mm-hmm. because you know the All Star Game, even though with the uh, COVID situation, you won't have the the, the same um, hype that our star game has, but but it does bring all the superstars together in one place, which is beneficial for hotels and everything and all that jazz that has to do with revenue in in, in this city. And um, they Major League Baseball pulled the rug from uh, from Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves uh, baseball field. You know, they get it to to a place once a year at different places, and they don't come around for another. You know, as many teams as in the league. So when you lose your spot, you lost it. But the gentleman, the uh, uh, what's his name, Kemp, he said it that baseball caved into liberal Democrats and all this stuff. He threw his typical spill in there, which which has nothing to do with you know. This is Major League Baseball, which is bigger than you, Kemp. You know, you're nothing but the governor. The governor of Georgia. Governor of Georgia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but uh, Major League Baseball announced Friday that uh, this season's All Star Game. And the draft, you know, they have a draft thing that they hold as well, will not be held in Atlanta in response to Georgia's recently passing laws that uh, place new restrictions on voting. <clears throat> the new host city for the uh, July 13 game has not yet been announced, so they're going to give it to somebody else. Right. Major League Commissioner, his name is Bob Manfield, said in a statement that I've decided that the, the best way to uh, demonstrate our values in sports is to uh, relocate relocate this year's R-Star game just as a way to balance things out on what Georgia's trying to do with elections. Anyway, uh, Georgia recently passed new voting laws uh, uh, leading leading, leading critics to call for boycotts of companies based in the state and for sports leagues to consider uh, moving big events. All right. Chief executives of other high-ranking leaders, over 100 companies now are targeting places, uh, including uh, Target, Snapchat, and Uber, issued a public statement Friday opposing any measures that deny eligible voters to uh, the right to uh, cast ballots. 
Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans, he said, and opposes restrictions in the ballot boxes. Uh, this is what the Commissioner of Baseball said. The new laws in Georgia introduces new uh, implements in voting. It reduces the number of uh, drop boxes in heavy uh, uh, African-American areas. I mean, you're going to just take the damn mailboxes, really? Anyway, uh, also uh, they said you can't give people uh, food or drinks that are in line. You can't go up to somebody in line because it seems like you're 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 plotting some type of uh, crookedness in there. I mean, it's just you know it, it, it's all geared toward black people, which is so sad because I don't know it, you know we're, we're we're isolated on so many levels, and then people try to get with us when it comes to making money off of us and mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, I don't know you act like black like we're like uh, what's that stuff that uh, that you give to the kids at the party? It hangs from a tree, little the little piñata. Oh. You know, it's like we just bounced around to every situation that's convenient for people. You know, whether you want us for this, you don't want us for that. You know, you got the Asians making hundreds of dollars off us, off of rolling papers and everything at the Chinese store. Before they even sell uh, shrimp fried rice, they're making $200 a day off of oh, all the, the, all the paraphernalia. If you ever go into one of these Asian stores that allegedly sell Chinese food, in, in the front of the store, there is more paraphernalia to roll your joints or to roll your blunts or whatever it is you're trying to do, your fillies, your black and miles, and, and you figure, how much money do you make a day on your job? If you break down your paycheck per year, per month, per day, in most cases you make $100 a day, $150 a day. These jokers are making $250, $300 a day just on paraphernalia alone before you even buy shrimp fried rice. Ain't that crazy? Anyway, so uh, and that's just on that side of things as far as the use, using and abusing of black folks. Anyway, this gentleman, uh, I keep calling him a gentleman. I don't know why I need, I need to put some other name. His name is uh, Brian Kemp. He's a Republican governor of Georgia, and he's he's a true Trump supporter. And anything Trump says, he just does and all, and he's just doing whatever he can to. And then Trump has it. Now, I don't know why Biden don't fire this guy that Trump hired to run the post office, the postmaster general. I'm trying to figure what's up with that there. This is somebody that Trump appointed. Why doesn't Biden fire him? I mean, I understand Biden has a a good ethical background, a good culture situation. He's a decent man. But this jerk off taking mailboxes out of the neighborhood, plus he's running the post office. Hell, my mail, I've been getting mail late as hell. I was getting something that came from the uh, the BWI area down there, down in Randall Mills. It took four or five days just to come 10 miles down the road. But anyway, I'm going to get off of that. But uh, like I said, this whole situation with Major League Baseball, I think Delta's involved in it also. And, uh, you know, Coca-Cola branch is out of Atlanta, so they're in it as well. So I think that they messed around with the wrong state when they went to do things because there's a lot, a lot, lot, lot as far as the metro line and everything. I think they got something up there called MARTA, if I'm not mistaken, their their transportation oh, line. Yeah. And so there's Atlanta has a lot of resources that uh, that could be boycotted that would really affect that state. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and let you know what's happening with that. And Atlanta is really hot right now. Atlanta has become like the East Coast version of Hollywood. Yeah. So for them to be screwing around like this now, they about to really mess up their economic situation. All right. Uh, Foolishness, but anyway. Yep. Well, right. speaking of Trump lovers, 
Speaking of oh, Trump Lord. lovers, let's talk about <laughs> Matthew Gates. Oh, yeah. This Trump-loving son of a gun. Bama. This Bama. Now, this dude is uh, from Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, he's got so much mess going on with him. You might remember him. He was the one near the beginning of the whole pandemic situation that stood on the floor of the Senate wearing this gigantic gas mask because he was making fun of the whole concept of wearing a mask to protect people from COVID-19. That's the jerk-off we're talking about. So a day after Florida Republican Matt Gates confirmed that he was being investigated by the Justice Department over sex trafficking allegations, insiders claim that he's been bragging to colleagues about his sexual escapades for quite some time. Mm-hmm. He's even been going around showing some of his fellow lawmakers new photos mm-hmm. and videos, you nasty man, videos of people who he's been involved with sexually that he had stored on his cell phone uh, of women that he says he had sex with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person said that for him it was a source of pride. He was mm-hmm. proud of it. You Bama, nasty Bama. It's unclear if the pictures are connected to the Department of Justice investigation, but the New York Times reported on Tuesday of this week that the Justice Department has begun investigating Gates during the final months of Trump's presidency under a formal uh, General William Barr investigation. Investigators are examining Gates' alleged sexual relationships with a 17-year-old girl, (coughs) excuse me, that he reportedly paid to travel with him across state lines. Now, he knows that's illegal. That's a violation of uh, federal sex trafficking laws. So not only... Obama's not married? I believe he is married now. No, he's not married. I thought he was married now. No, he's Leslie engaged. But but if you do the backstory on this guy, for example, all during the situation of the um, the election thing and the lie that was being carried on, he was one of the main characters, a little young guy with the, the with greasy the hair, hair, the black mm-hmm. greasy hair. He cut his hair, too, since... Uh, since his situation, he's trying to look oh, more, to a, look little, a little more adultish. But no, this guy was always the lead guy with everything. If you look at recent CPAC, when the Republicans got together, he was the main guy. He he talks the loudest, yells the loudest, but he got the most undercover crap going on. You know what I mean? You really can't, you know, if you're doing some undercover mess, you really need to keep your mouth shut because once you get exposed, you know, now you, now your ass is out there a little worse than than it would be if you was be more more quiet, more discreet with your stuff. Now he didn't show his ass just like Ted, just like Cruz. Ted well, Cruz, he, he's the same out way. There now. now he's got this investigator, Joel Greenberg, uh, who's a Florida tax collector, who uh, who was uh, charged. Wait a minute, let me see. A Florida tax collector and Gates ally, who was yeah. charged last year with fourteen felony counts. Mm-hmm. So this guy Joel Greenberg is is not squeaky clean either. No, no, Greenberg is was his partner in crime. Yeah, they done all this stuff together. But and you one know, of the felony counts included sex trafficking of a minor. So this dude is just as dirty and trifling as Gates is. Now it goes on to say that Gates confirmed to Axios that he's the subject, not the target, of this investigation regarding sexual contact with women. 
he said that the in the allegations against me are searing as they are false. I believe that there are people at the Department of Justice that are trying to criminalize my sexual conduct. He says, you know, when I was a single guy. So that's what made me think maybe he was married. Now, he says, I have definitely in my single days provided for women I dated. You know, I paid for flights, for hotel rooms. I've been, you know, generous as a partner. He said that he's sure none of these women were minors. So then he goes on to say that over the past several weeks, my family and I have been victims of an organized criminal extortion Extortion. involving a formal Department of Justice official seeking $25 million while threatening to smear my name. We've been cooperating with federal authorities in the matter, and my father has been wearing a wire at the FBI's direction. I'm like, dude, you're doing the most. You are sound doing like some espionage, uh, Mission Impossible shit. <laughs> it does. What it sounds like a whole bunch of bull. I'm like, dude, you're just trying to deflect from the fact that you did take a minor over state lines, you had sex with a 17-year-old, and now your mess is on Front Street. So mm-hmm. now you coming up with all of this? Oh, they coming after my family? They trying to extort twenty five million? Twenty five million. I, I'm I'm cooperating That's with what the FBI. Got when he made my father statement. is wearing a wire to catch these people. I'm like, nigga, please. Really? Really? Come sit down. It ain't Come that First of all, this guy is a this guy is a uh, <laughs> he's a, a sophomore. Uh, been there a couple of years. A sophomore congressman. Okay, he's only like mm-hmm. uh, what was he? 35, 36 know, years old. Kind of young. And, but how are you, first of all, you're 38. Now, how are you going to put a $25 million tag on your head when it comes to extortion? <laughs> Why don't you keep it low saying they put a $5 million tag on you? Why would you say $25 million like you, like you, uh, you know, uh, Beyonce? How much, would they, how much would you extort Beyonce or Jay-Z for? You're not that status, so why would you even grab yeah. that high number? Where would you even get that kind of but just like the guy that uh that said that he had a he had a relapse on his diabetes and called them oh, the, yeah. them black girls, you know. That's why he was hollering nigga, nigga, nigga. Yeah. Because his sugar was because his uh, sugar low. was high. Sugar was low. Oh yeah, my god! A, oh my god! Yeah, three musketeer bar or something. He said I would never say well, anything just, like that. It just goes to show you that Go ahead. I'm sorry, Pop. It just shows you excuses and alibis are always on the ready. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you yeah. if you got a dope house, you got a you got an exit plan to throw all the drugs down the down the chute that goes into the dumpster, and the dumpster catches on fire as soon as the drugs hit it. That way you can go ahead and make your move out of the building. You know what I mean? They always mm-hmm. have an escape hatch at the end of the situation. So the all these fantastic lines are just. You know, I mean, come on, you you just I, I know. know. What were you gonna say, Kevin? Mm-hmm. I was saying it's interesting. His his uh, girlfriend's name or fiance's name is Ginger Lucky. Yeah, Ginger Lucky. Yeah. What? Ginger Lucky. Ginger yeah, that's Lucky. That's not a hooker mm-hmm. or a dancer. A I don't know what. Ooh, come on now. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they say your they say your porno name is your middle name and your mother's maiden name. So I guess that's okay. where they got that ginger, ginger lucky. Oh no. Anyway. Well, Gilligan's Island. Anyway. 
All right. Yeah, so, it's just so, going to show so, you. So let, and, let, let, let me just ask this crazy question. So who is he supposed to be sex trafficking? He's supposed to be pulling some people from another country and bringing them here and sex trafficking? Or is it him? No, they're saying that they're saying that he carried a 17-year-old girl across state lines. Yeah, as long as he goes over from that's considered DC to Maryland or Maryland to Jersey. Oh, they say he's going to Jersey yeah. to hook up with her. You can just as long as you go across state lines with a minor. Oh, they they busted know. him. Uh, he's got receipts and stuff. Oh yeah, for airfare, he, hotels, all this stuff he's, he's been doing. He's a mess. He's a mess. And now he, but like I said, he cut his hair. He used to have like real, well, he has like real dark black hair, real skinny, real slim guy. And he uh, puts mousse in his hair and all that. But the other day when he was doing a press conference, he cut his hair down to make him look a little more deltish or a little more. Trying to look respectful. Yeah, trying to look respectful. So He's still yeah. a freak of the week, Matt. Yeah. I'm trying to fool okay. anybody. We know who you are. Okay. Yeah, he's a freak. He's on he knows who list. you are. He's on a kiss yep. list. <laughs> Put him on a kiss list. All right. I got him. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up tonight. 914-803-4306. And press and 1 press and get one. in the queue. Yep. Yeah, press 1. Yep. All mm, right. Mm, mm, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with even more. On the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. Be right back. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Diddy and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now, 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP, Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here they come. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One your host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It's that time in the show where we hit them and quit them with these headlines. So I'm going to start first and talk about, here's a name we haven't heard in a long time, John Boehner. Remember him? He used to be the uh, Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Boehner put a book out. Boehner. John Boehner. Did I call him Boehner? I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> John Boehner. Oh, cattle. Shut up, cattle. <laughs> John Boehner. Okay. Former former House Speaker John Boehner did not mince words when reflecting on his congressional colleagues, particularly Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, who he called dangerous and a reckless asshole in an excerpt from his new book. He said, by 2013, the Chaos Caucus in the House had built up their own power base thanks to fawning right-wing media and outrage-driven fundraising cash. He said, uh, this is in a book he wrote called On the House, a Washington Memoir. A portion of the book was published in uh, Politico today, and now they have um, a new head lunatic, he wrote, leading the way, who was not even a House member. There is nothing more dangerous than a reckless asshole who thinks he's smarter than everyone else, 
Ladies and gentlemen, meet Senator Ted Cruz. So needless to say, uh, he goes on to talk some more about Ted Cruz. And then at one point in the book, he added, oh, and Ted Cruz, go F yourself. So apparently he has very strong feelings about Ted Cruz. So uh, at some point later today, Ted Cruz found out or read about uh, Mr. Boehner's feelings about him, and he decided to get on Twitter and post a mean tweet. I don't know exactly what he said, but the article said it was a mean tweet. So I'm like, oh, wow, you were trying to hurt Mr. Boehner's feelings? Nobody cares about your little mean tweets. He called you out and said exactly who you are and what you are, and now you're mad. Go sit down. I'm putting Ted uh, Ted Cruz on the kiss it list. That's all I have on that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, it's interesting. I'm, I'm not a, really a book reader, but I would be interested in reading that book. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he's supposed to be on their side, and he was lighting up his own folks. I know. I mean, um, I think Ted Cruz is really showing his true colors right now. So, yeah, okay. I think All he's right. become real power happy. So, okay. Yeah. Well, he just got reelected, so he just got oh, reelected, God. so his job is guaranteed for the next six years. Mm-hmm. That's why he's showing his ass. But during election year, when he was going against that young lady, uh, I forgot who he ran against. Yeah, I, I thought it was a. Yeah, she was. No, no, this is. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. Stacy's in Georgia. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. Hit him and quit him. Moving on. Um. This trial. What we got here? I think I. I think I have the next one, Papa. Derek Chavin. Um. This trial is uh, use of force was totally unnecessary. I think from all the people testifying, I, I think uh, I think we finally get it. You know, it's been some emotional testimonies, and uh, it's been rough. Minneapolis Police Lieutenant Richard Zimmerman, Zimmerman of all last names, testified Friday yeah. in the trial of Derek uh-huh, Chauvin, the former police officer charged with murdering George Floyd, that Chauvin's use of force in that situation was, quote-unquote, totally unnecessary and uncalled for. Chauvin, you know, he's charged for the second degree and third degree murder as well as second degree manslaughter. Um, I, I just feel as if he's going to get the lesser of the two, the manslaughter charge, but we'll see. Um, Zimmerman, who helped um, secure the uh, scene of the arrest hours after Floyd was transported to the hospital and took the stand on day five of witness testimony in the high-profile trial. Um, Prosecutor Matthew Frank asked Zimmerman whether in his more than 30 years with the Minneapolis Police Department, he had ever been uh, trained to kneel on a person's neck while that person is handcuffed Um, and in the prone position when a person lies flat on his own chest. Zimmerman said no, adding that doing so would absolutely be considered a use of, quote-unquote, deadly force that could kill. Um, he said a person could still be right, a, a person could still be combative when they are handcuffed, but that the threat level against an officer will be very low. He added an officer uh, should move a person once handcuffed 
of the um, prone position as soon as possible because such positions hinders the person's ability to breathe. Wow, he said that. So on Thursday, retired Minneapolis um, Sergeant David um, Plogger, who was traveling supervisor at the time of Floyd's arrest, testified that he believed the officers involved would have stopped restraining Floyd so severely once Floyd stopped resisting. As we have seen, video recorded by three of the officers' body-worn cameras showed um, them continuing to pin down Floyd for several minutes after he stopped moving. So, um, I think it's, it's, this testimony, this um, sergeant, his testimony is very powerful. And um, I think everybody has been testified. I mean, they have broken down and crying. I mean, I'm seeing a grown man. This man is almost 67 years old. Um, has broken down and cried. So, um, you know, if you're on this jury, you have to have some kind of sympathy. Uh, somebody has to be accountable for what, what happened to this uh, to this man, George Floyd. So we're going to continue to follow the case. It's interesting, yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, those testimonies have been really hard, in some cases, hard to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. And they keep playing the the tape over and over, but it's like, you know, when are you going to, you know, see what's going on? The cops, when are you going to listen? I mean, they just, I don't know, the, the crazy part about it was for me was uh, when Chavez, when he had his hand in his pocket and he was so nonchalant and he still had his um, knee on his neck. He's like, yeah, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's like he yeah. was daring anybody to do something about it. You got yeah. your shades on, your hand in your pocket. You know people are recording you, and you're just going to mm-hmm. keep on putting pressure on this man's neck like, you know, who's going to stop me? That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, at the end of the, uh, this article, this uh, paramedic, David Smith, he transported Floyd to the hospital after he after his arrest. Testified that Floyd appeared to be dead when he arrived on the scene. So why are you transporting somebody that's already gone? Because uh, one it was it was a female that was an EMS and she was off duty, and she came upon the scene and she did say that she saw um, George Floyd had like urine on the pavement. That's what happens, unfortunately, you know, when a person is deceased. So oh. those are those are a lot of key things that people have talked about. That um, hopefully the the jury is uh, listening. So we're going to continue to follow the case. So yeah. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. <coughs> Over to you, Papa Dini. Uh, here's here's a story here to let you know how regional. Um, areas are when it comes to uh, even though you have all these young sisters that, that have scholarships to these colleges, you know, they really they play hell when they go to some of these faraway places. This involved the East Tennessee State Players uh, basketball team. They were the ones that kneeled down on the knee when they took the knee with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the um, alumni and the boosters and everybody that just supports the team, you know, you know, the college is, was a white college, you know. Oh. The only thing black in the college is the basketball team. But anyway, this has to do with the coach. Uh, East Tennessee State's uh, men's basketball team, his person's name was uh, Jason Shea. 
he announced his resignation on Tuesday, which is a surprise because he's only there for one year. So all the, all the ladies were really surprised. He definitely was a good coach. He was fair. He supported them when they wanted to take a knee. And so they this all was took the women's knee. team? Women, yeah, women's basketball team. Oh. Yeah, East Tennessee. East Tennessee State. You know, they're, they're not a district. They're not a um, – uh, D- District One school there, you know, but they're just doing the different tournaments. They're they're not NCAA. They're like uh, another district altogether. But uh, some of the players think that uh, there's more going on than meets the eye. And these these are young girls, you know, and they peep they peeping it, you know. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is that uh, multiple uh, MTSU players, which means you know Eastern Texas State University players, told uh, ESPN that they believe Shea's resignation was caused by uh, his support for us when we protested and took a knee during the national anthem, you know, before this se- before every season's game. And this, this upset it, like I said, the boosters and the alumni, which is all white. So the uh, one girl, her name was uh, Truth Harris. Yeah, this girl's first name is Truth. Wow. <laughs> she, put, she said, uh, I personally feel that uh, his resigning is crazy. She's a freshman point guard. Freshman, she's a true freshman, so she's what nineteen years old or so, you know. And she says she told ESPN in a telephone interview that it shows a lot of what we're going, what's going on in this town, you know, and in the country as a whole. She said, you know, all this about us kneeling, and then Coach Shea supporting us through all this. People should have, people should want a coach that stands behind his players instead of dissing him because he stands behind us. And then another senior guard, her name is Joe. Uh, Jordan Coffin said in the video retweet by Shay's uh, college age daughter. Now Shay, the coach, the white coach, has a college age daughter, you know, and she said also that they got rid of my father because you know he has a passion for for things going on. So everybody, all these ladies is behind this coach, and, um, and like I said, this is in East Tennessee. I mean, the moral of the story is that. Even though these young ladies get these scholarships to go to faraway places, they they get dropped like a parachute right in the middle of all this racial crap. And they could be from Philly, Maryland, Detroit, you know, Chicago, and now they find themselves in the backwoods of Tennessee, you know. So it's very interesting. So the coach who supported them is now being forced out. Well, he he resigned. He resigns so he can get a job somewhere else. So, But they know what what it's like. Yeah, they know what it's like. Because everybody runs it, the athletic director, the boosters, you know, the alumni, you know, everybody runs that thing but the actual people that's there presently. Especially because some of your alumni people went off and got multi-million dollar businesses and they do all this, you know, contributing to the school and all, you know, build a library and build this and build that. So it's just, so anyway, that's uh, East Tennessee. And uh, good luck to those sisters down there dealing with that back roads crap. You know. Yeah, it's rough. Well, speaking of rough, I got one right here in our hometown of D.C. Two teenage girls have been charged with murder after allegedly assaulting a man with a taser and killing him during an attempted car robbery in, in D.C. This uh, The person who uh, they tried to carjack was Mohammed Anwar, 66 years old. He was assaulted on Tuesday with a taser when these two teenagers attempted to carjack him. Now, there was graphic video that you could see of the video from within his, I guess it was from inside of his car, where Anwar was in a struggle with the suspects who then uh, speed off 
crash and flip the car with him still hanging on to the side of the car. And once the authorities got to the scene and transported Anwar to the hospital, they tried various life-saving techniques, which failed, and Mr. Anwar was pronounced dead. So Anwar had been working as an Uber Eats delivery driver when these two girls attempted to carjack him. Now, listen to the ages of these girls. One girl was 13 years old, and the other one was 15. What what the heck were they thinking? 13 and 15, they were charged on Wednesday with felony murder and armed carjacking with a taser. Now, this brother Omar was from Pakistan. He's just trying to earn a living, mind his own business. So now someone set up a GoFundMe account to raise money for him to be, you know, buried properly, et cetera. So they've raised over 500000 Oh, yeah, he got that. That yeah. GoFundMe is almost a million dollars. Yeah, they've raised, at least as of when I pulled this article, they had raised uh, over 500000 mm-hmm. So now the mayor got in some hot water. Mayor uh, Muriel Bowser uh, got in some hot water because at the time when this story broke, she shared a video on preventing auto theft, and people took it like, Oh, so this brother got carjacked and died, and you're going to tell people how you could have prevented that? So her office was saying that this video was already queued up to be, you know, released on that day. It was not, like, in response to the death of Mr. Anwar, but it was just, I guess, she's saying it was coincidental. So... Even though the thing was set to release, it seemed like somebody in her office would have said, hey, maybe we should hold that and drop that like maybe two or three days from now because that's not, you know, as far as the optics of it, but they didn't. So people slammed her for that. But statistically, there's been 46 carjackings that have occurred in D.C. in the first five mm. weeks of 2021. Wow. Wow. That is insane. 46 carjackings compared to only eight by this time last year. That's something's a lot. going on. Like you yeah. said, Carol, something's going on. Yep. Crazy. That's all. Okay. I don't know if it's in the air, in the water. No, I, per- I personally think that it's the adults, some mean, some in the kids. Because the adults are tired of going to jail, so if they can get the kids to do the dirty work, you know, because most of these cars are going to chop shops mm-hmm. and be cut up, you know. And mm-hmm. why would you, you know, if you don't want to go to jail anymore, you're going to pay these old kids some money to do it. And then the kids get in there and they kind of muff it up. But, you know, for them to speak on them, when they now when these kids go to trial, if they don't throw the people that's just hiring them under the bus, then it's going to be, you know. You can't even try they flipped the car, crashed it, flipped it, and the whole thing. They can't drive. These adults ain't trying to go. To, I mean, that's just my assumption, but I just okay. feel like it's an adult that are telling them to do it for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't go back to you, Kel. Wow. What else you got for us? Um, this uh, April Fool's Day prank goes wrong when mom tells daughter she was shot. How crazy is this? What? In Wichita, Kansas. <sighs> Wichita, Kansas, a woman was found um, found herself in legal trouble after telling her daughter 
that she had been shot in prompting a call to emergency services in an apparent April Fool's Day prank. Come on now. You don't call no Amalams for that. Then you got um, uh, Arthea Willis, daughter, uh, concerned when her 58-year-old mother called her and said she had been shot. Immediately hung up the phone and made a call to police that could uh, now open the woman up for criminal charges. Uh, the report of a possible shooting resulted in officers swarming the woman's residence. Multiple police units, probably between 15 and 20 officers from the Wichita Police Department, as well as Fire Department and EMS responded to the scene. Officers broke down the door with weapons drawn but found no one at the residence. Through further investigation, uh, we, we learned that this was an April Fool's joke played on the daughter by the mother. Willis was arrested on suspicion of an unlawful request for emergency service assistance. That's a lot of people involved in emergency service, and that's, yeah. that's money. So, yeah. Why would you even funny. do that? That's not funny. I, I don't get people. Yeah. That's just, um, I mean, why would you tell call your daughter and say, oh, my gosh, I've been shot, click, and hang up the phone and have your daughter stressed out? calling for help for you only to be like, oh, April Fool. Well, now who's yeah. the fool? Yeah. yeah, I'm putting her on the kissing list. Miss Willis. Thank you. Yeah, Miss Willis. Yeah. All right, Papa Didi, you got the last hit and quit it. What you got? Right, the last one here is another case of, um, you know, people dying in the custody of uh, people. This kind of reminds me of uh, Sandra Bland. This happened in Texas. Uh, but seven Texas officers have been fired in the, in the death of a 26-year-old uh, Marvin Scott. It's his name. Uh, the probe is underway into the uh, into the custody death of uh, the man with uh, mental issues. He was being held on a misdemeanor marijuana possession. Mm. Now you hold him on a misdemeanor really? marijuana possession in Texas, and a few states over in Colorado, they just smoking weed walking down the street. That's just crazy. Anyway, um, seven sheriff officers in uh, Collin County, Texas, uh, were linked to a black man's death in the custody last month where they were, they were, they were fired Thursday. An eighth officer resigned. Like I said, you resign so you can get rehired somewhere. Uh, Marvin D. Scott III, he was uh, 26 years old. He died after being restrained while um, being held on a misdemeanor marijuana possession charge. On March 14th, okay, the police alleged that Scott was acting erratically and he was taken to the hospital by uh, Allen police officers later their head, later then then later to their headquarters, then uh, Collin County Jail where he was restrained and pepper sprayed, according to reporters, okay. Uh, they say a, a, a spit hood was placed over his head and he was later found dead. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. That's the second time I've seen this spit hood thing, whatever that's about. Yeah, I remember anyway. the one where the man was naked out on the street. Yeah, but I don't And they put the hood on him, and then he ended up somehow dead. Yeah, well, suffocates the ass, I guess. Evidence I, I see seems uh, to confirm that uh, their uh, detention officers violated uh, well-established sheriff's office policies and procedures. Sheriff Jim Skinner said in a statement, 
Since his death, members of Scott's family had gathered outside the Collin County Sheriff's Office. We want to know uh, how did their son die. We want answers, said Marvin's mother. Her name is uh, Lysandra Scott during a news conference. The family has uh, hired civil rights attorney uh, Lee Merritt, who contacted a forensic pathologist to uh, conduct an independent autopsy on his body. Uh, Amy Amy Garski was uh, conducting a second autopsy on Scott, told NBC5 that the investigation in history uh, was not available at the time, and it's going to take a few weeks to get the toxicology Tox, toxicology report and other things back to figure out how he how he died exactly, and they're saying a possible asphyxiation and um, suffocating and all that jazz. So, man, they know how another he died. case of uh, those cops killed him with that hood. Man couldn't breathe. Man, like I said, it's uh, well, at least you know the the um, medical examiner was a lot more open as opposed to the medical examiner in the case of uh, Sandra Bland. Mm-hmm. Where the medical examiner was in on it with that cop because you you can't get away with murder unless you had a medical examiner go down with you and this would happen That's with Sandra true. Bland and um, you know it was just you got to get him to co-sign the bull yeah and uh, okay the dead bodies they talk just as well as a live body does Oof. and this was where in Texas yeah Texas as usual you know we down there with Ted Cruz yeah they say it's just one more dead Negro. Mm-hmm. Hell, they don't care. You know what? On that note, we need a cocktail. Wow. Kettle? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Ooh. I'm here. Mm. Can you hook us up? I'm sick. Yeah, some sick people in this world, John Terry. Mm. It really is. Um. Well, it's April for a second week, the second day in April, so we have one called April Showers. Um, oh, we're dealing with gin this time. Three ounces of gin, your favorite gin, which is mine, is the um, Bombay Sapphire, or whichever you prefer. Tangerine pretty good. Ah. Uh, so three ounces of, of gin, one ounce of fresh lemon juice. It has to be fresh. I want that canned stuff or whatever, the squeeze kind. Uh, one and a half teaspoons of agave nectar. Um, six ounces of ruby red grapefruit juice. Also, elderberry flowers for garnish. It's optional if you want that. You don't have to put flowers on it if you don't want. Um, to fill a cocktail shaker with ice, add the gin, lemon uh, juice, agave nectar, and grapefruit juice. Shake vigorously for 10 seconds. You, know, you got to shake like you're a, a cocktail waitress or, or a bartender. Pour into a coupe or martini glass um, and garnish with the um, elderberry flowers. It's optional if you want that. So, As they say, April showers bring May flowers. So I guess we're going to have a, a May drink in May. But this is called the April, April showers cocktail. And uh, that's the cocktail of the week. Week, week, week. <laughs> All right. And the cocktail of the week is brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Mwah! Love you guys. All right. Uh, let's see. We got What's Poppin' with Papa Didi up next. Are we going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with Papa Didi? All right. We'll do that. And we've got Papa Didi standing by on the other side of the break. Be right back. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, Je suis en rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party where I'll get on my rant 
sit on my little bar stool and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Yo. Yeah, she, she threw a little 15-second commercial out there. It was a quickie. Caught me off guard. <laughs> Sometimes a quickie is all you can get. Anyway, it's time for Papa Didi and what's popping. So, uh, Papa Didi, what you say? What's popping? You know, there's so much to talk about. You don't even know where to begin anymore. <laughs> True. Uh, wow. I was going to talk about some local stuff, but then I, I, I heard a story earlier about, uh, you know, Getz and and Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Ted Cruz, and, uh, you know, Trump and all that. You know, it just leads me to talk about, uh, you know, white privilege. You know, I don't think that people understand when you say white privilege. I, I really don't think people understand what that means exactly, okay? You know, I'm just going to break it down for a minute to let you know where all this came from. This mostly came from 1944-45 when the war was over. You know, the war World War II was over in 1944. And when it came to the GI Bill that was issued to every every person who was in the war, you know, Uncle Sam just gave everybody, black, white, or indifferent, a GI Bill, you know, which allowed them to have the ability to buy a house. But when they got back to the motherland, the restrictions of racism was just vicious because now everybody wanted the best they can get with this GI Bill. Because the GI Bill gets you in the door. But when you're not allowed to, go, to to take residence in that neighborhood, you have to occupy some other space. And thank goodness we all they all got along back then because you couldn't do that nowadays because you couldn't even force a bunch of people in an area that they didn't want to be in with somebody else. But um, people like I spoke on before, William Levitt and different people that uh, had ownership of different properties and all, uh, flatlands, these weren't even, they even, had, they even built a, a foundation or a basement. These were flatlands. Anybody that has what's called a Levitt house don't have no damn basement, okay, because William Levitt wasn't, even, wasn't digging in the ground. They were just digging stuff right from the front, you know, right from the foundation up. But anyway, make a long story short, if you look at all these neighborhoods now that are the so-called suburban neighborhood that's why that's how they were developed because white folks were allowed to move out there and black folks had to resolve to the city okay but back then the city was not a place where people wanted to live they wanted to go out to the suburbs where the houses was new and everything was clean everything was fine you know i spoke on this before but here's the deal though this is all begun now 30 40 50 years later the children of the parents that was in World War II are still out in the suburbs. And now they're acting like the suburbs belong to them. You know, you go out to uh, different areas, uh, what do you call different suburban areas around here, uh, in, in the DMV area, uh, 
Chevy like Chase, Annapolis, uh, Annapolis, Chevy Chase, places like you know that that are bona fide areas that white folks. It's not really suburban. It's just where white folks been for a long ass time. Okay, now their children are there and their grandchildren are there, and most of the houses are paid for. And these houses are beachfront houses. These are houses that lead down to a where you can put your boat in the water at. They got all these different luxuries that they were just raised on and having. I mean. You can't even fault the children because it was all the the, the grandfather and, and the father. Now when want to trickle down to the children. The children are 50 years old. So now the children are just taking advantage of a situation. But now let's jump back to the politics now. Let's jump into, like we said, uh, Ted Cruz and, and Getz and all these other white folks that, that had it all their, their life. Now these are the same white people that had that advantage that I just talked about. Now, they just got, now they go into politics, and the NRA throws $10 million in the bank for them, cash money, okay? And every other political um, lobbyist that wants to support something they want to support. That's why when, when the gun situation happens, ain't nobody making no noise. Now, the girl that walked around, two girls, two congresswomen, white women, Republicans, that was wearing the belt on their hip mm-hmm. in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they walk around with a gun. Yeah, I got my gun, got my gun. But then when they killed... You know, the ten people one week, ten people eight people one week, ten people one week. You don't hear nothing from her, cause now that gun ain't so popular. But she can't change the laws because the NRA done already gave her five million dollars, so, so they can be on her side. That's what they do. They deposit that money in your account and say, look, you're not going to do anything to stop us from what we're doing, and that's what they do. You know, they, they almost they just they just sign their life away on that, but. Getting back, like I said, to the politicians, these guys have been making money their whole life the old-fashioned way, which means stealing it, cheating it. If you saw uh, Eddie Murphy, Distinguished Gentleman, that movie where he said, we're in the wrong business, we're going to go somewhere where the streets are paved with gold. And he was talking about Washington, D.C. If If you're wondering how or why or what the situation is on making money in D.C., Get that movie, Distinguished Gentleman, by Eddie Murphy, and it will blow your mind how the politics is with that. And it's just it's so real. That 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 movie is so close to the truth of politics. But the whole thing in a nutshell is that all these politicians that are showing their ass now, they don't have no choice but to show their ass because they've been spoiled since birth. Spoiled since birth. Donald Trump Jr. Spoiled since this man ain't got a job in a pie factory. But he walk around with his beard like he's Mr. Look So Good. Ain't never worked nowhere. They jockeying women and doing this and doing that. You know, they're a mess. And God don't like ugly, so this is all short-lived stuff. This stuff ain't going to last forever. You know, because God don't like ugly, and this ain't going to last at all. Believe me, you, everything runs out, you know. Everything goes sour after a while. No matter how much you think you're grooving with it, after a while it all comes to an end. So we're going to just watch these people and hopefully we can outlive them so we can see their demise before they see ours. So I'm going to leave it at that. There it is. What? I would like to see that dude go down the tube. Yeah, he he may very well. He's pushing lies for a long time. Which one? Trump Jr.? Oh, please. Trump mm. Jr. He is the man. biggest co-signer that I think I have He's ever seen. Mess. He ain't got jobs address. <laughs> he ain't never worked nowhere in his life. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, uh, mm. 
lighten it up? <laughs> All right. Lighten it up. Oh, we're going to the weird right. news. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got, got the first one. Red one. Yeah. All right. Let's it. see. <laughs> I got one about this haunted house. Well, not haunted house. This is out of Boston. A Massachusetts woman noticed something strange about the for sale sign outside of a home in her neighborhood. Uh, on top of the sign, with the name of the broker and the contact information, was another sign with the words, not haunted, in big red letters. This just went up uh, around the corner, and I have so many questions, said Margot Bloomstein, uh, that she wrote in a tweet where she included a, a picture of the sign in the uh, Boston Globe on Thursday. The house is west of Boston, but Bloomstein Bloomstein did not want to say exactly where to respect the homeowner's privacy. But she did reach out to the real estate agency to learn more about the sign. They said they didn't know anything about it. So when they put the sign out, it just said for sale. Somehow somebody came out and put another sign on top that said not haunted. You know, so the sign said house for sale. They put a sign on top that said not haunted, so it read not haunted house for sale. So they went on to say that the consensus is that the sign is a prank, maybe played by a ghost with a sense of humor. So they don't know who put that not haunted on top of the for sale sign, but I don't know. So I don't know. That's why it's the weird news. What can I say? <laughs> oh, and, and where was that? This was in Boston. Okay. All right. All the way from Boston to Anchorage, Alaska. I have one here. Uh, Ravens accused of stealing groceries from Alaska Costco's customers. Some Alaska Costco shoppers said, They've had their um, groceries stolen by Ravens in the store parking lot. Uh, Matt Llewellyn said he was uh, uh, packing his groceries into his car in the parking lot of Anchorage Costco's when Ravens swooped in to steal a short rib from his cart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he goes on to say, I literally took 10 steps away and turned around. Two ravens came down and instantly grabbed one of the packages, um, ripped it off, and uh, flew off with it. Um, Llewellyn said the piece of meat was about uh, four by seven inches large, sizable meat for sizable birds. Um, They know what they're doing. It's not their first time, he says. (laughs) They're very fast, so I think they got the whole system there. So once he got back home, he noticed that one of the ravens had taken a poke at another rib um, but did not um, rob it. He said, I I cut that meat out and started marinating it. Um, But my wife said, that's gross. We should take it back. Costco's actually took it back, and even after um, we had started marinating um, them and gave us a full refund. So that was pretty good. Wow. Oh, okay. That was good. Um, Josie goes on to say, um, one would sit on the car squawking and staring at me while the other one tried to grab the netting from the melons in the car. (laughs) 
they were very determined and worked as a team. <laughs> wow. They were, on a ded- they were on a dedicated mission. So this was, this was another uh, person in Costco, Tamara Josie. <laughs> she had some melons. I guess they great. wanted to get those melons. Yeah, but uh, they they need to so eat. They said these birds, these birds are working together, trying to get food hey. out of people's grocery carts. Hey, they trying to, they got to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they don't have to eat the groceries that people just paid for. But anyway. Well, I guess they smelling food, so they, hey. they got to eat. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I put those ravens on the kissing list? That ain't yeah, right. Go right in here. Uh-huh. Okay. Ravens in, in Alaska. Okay. What you got for us, Papa Diddy? Uh, this happened in Chicago. Chicago uh, porch pirates was busted. Uh, this is people that usually think that people are porch pirates or people steal stuff off your porch, packages and stuff. This happened in Chicago. It turns out that the porch pirates were not human people, human people at all. This was a Chicago family in the summertime at night. They were uh, sitting across the street from a house in, in the brink of the summer out there chilling on the porch. When they noticed uh, that they, um, what do you call that, the uh, Amazon had dropped off a package across the street. And no more than 10 minutes after the package was delivered, small package, a squirrel came along and put his hoofs in it and bit on it and took it up to the roof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the family across the lady recorded when she saw the squirrel sniffing around the package. Next thing you know, the squirrel had the package in his mouth and in his hands and he was climbing up the climbing up the side of the downspout going up on a roof. And um when when they came in they told the the owners across the street that a squirrel had done that and they go up on their roof, you know, the following day and they found all these packages between the the end of the house and the chimney. Where they thought they had called the police about packages being stolen, but come to find out, the squirrel had took like six packages up on the roof. That's anyway, crazy. So, so the squirrel was the porch pirate. Porch pirate. Mm. Just like everything, just like in the last story, where oh. I mean, you sit on the beach with the seagulls, man, they'll clean you out. Seagulls. Yeah, they will come mm-hmm. after you. Seagulls will clean That's the worst you thing out. you can do on the beach is eat food. Oh, please. I remember back when I was in the military in Virginia Beach. I think I had some Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. This is before I even knew. I had just got there you know, as a new sailor. And, man, I whew, I got a lesson on seagulls that day. <laughs> I'm joking. Seagulls will clean you out. You pull out a sandwich, peanuts, you name it. Them jokers, are, they're vicious. and They don't care either. Seagulls are... Vicious. Yeah, they'll fight you for your food. Yeah, they're that's a vicious. Thing. I don't mess with them. I mess with a pigeon. From messing a damn seagull. Mm. Yeah, they're anyway. kind of big. All right. Well, that wraps up the weird news. Let's see. We got a break coming up, and then we've got. I'm just saying, with a red one. On the other side of the break, we'll be right back with. I'm just saying. Living just enough. Just enough for the city. Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one, of my segment, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. Uh, yes, sir, we Friday night at 9. Pajama party. No yes. clothes allowed. 
Just sit there yelling at the air. You got an opinion? We want to hear it too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, I'm going to turn over the red wine for her segment of uh, I'm Just Saying. So take it away. I was just thinking about something Bootsy Collins used to say. Oh, what a difference a day makes, Bubba. I don't know why, but it just, just came to me. Anyway, tonight my topic is why are we so disrespected? And when I say we, I mean we as black folks. Why are we so disrespected? I, I don't understand this, so I just want to talk about that just for a moment or two. Um, if somebody can cue up my background music, I would appreciate that. But, um, yeah, I noticed that um, when I was watching the news, or any time that I'm watching the news, those video clips that you see, of traumatic and violence, violent situations uh, involving black people, they put them on a video loop. And if you don't know what a loop is, that's when they show the clip. It's usually a short clip, and they just keep showing it over and over. You know, it's a few seconds, and then they start it over again. And then it plays, and then it starts over again. And it just keeps going and going and going. And I'm like, golly, if somebody got shot, stabbed, Matt, whatever, do we really need to see that on a video loop? I'm trying to understand. Like, I just feel so disrespected 
as a black person, every time I see this kind of stuff on the news, I just feel like, you know, do we really need that image? If you're going to report an event, then just report the event. But I don't think we need to see this stuff in a loop like that. It's like you're making us all relive or live if you weren't involved in it. You're making us live the situation and then relive it, relive it, relive it, relive it. It's ridiculous. It's like you're trying to traumatize not just us, but everybody who's watching it. I don't understand, like, what what is the payoff in that? What's the benefit? Is this like an entertainment kind of thing? Are people getting off on this kind of stuff? I just don't understand. Like, what what is that about? And this is stuff that, you know, you see the media do. This is the kind of stuff that when you watch the news, for example, when you see a black man killed by the police, they give you that little crazy uh, warning. Okay, well, let me warn you. This is going to be graphic. This may be hard to watch. This may be distressing. Well, then how about you don't show the bull crap? We don't have to see the visual on the news in order to understand that yet another black person has been injured, maimed, killed, whatever the case. We don't need to see it. People are trying to, you know, have dinner, do whatever, you know, at home. And then you see this stuff, and not only do you see it, but they put it on a freaking loop. I don't understand this thing. How come you don't see white people being beat down, smacked down, abused, killed, on a loop. How come we don't see that? Why is it always black folk got to be repeatedly abused on a loop on the news? I feel very singled out and I feel very disrespected. I'm just saying, why do we as a people have to be so disrespected? How many times do we have to be tormented by watching this stuff, brothers and sisters, on a loop? be tormented and abused. And like I said, that's the media doing that. That's not necessary. You know, we we aren't comprehensionally challenged. If you say a black man or a black woman was shot in the back by the police today, okay, we understand. We really don't need the visual. And we definitely don't need the visual on a freaking loop. Over and over and over, back to back. What is that about? It's like y'all are getting some kind of, y'all being the people who produce this stuff, it's like they're getting some kind of entertainment value out of it. You know, this this takes me back to when white people used to get all dressed up and pack a, a picnic basket to go watch a black man hung from a tree. That's some sick stuff. And I feel like these, these loops, of violence against black people is just as bad. You don't need to see that stuff. Sometimes that just helps to further desensitize people to this stuff. Maybe that's the problem with all of these gun, uh, these uh, shootings and stuff going on. Maybe people feel like, oh, this is just like, uh, what's that video game? Grand Theft Auto. This is just like Grand Theft Auto. You just go down the street, pop, 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 bang, 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 just like the game. But this is not a game. 
people don't just get up and hit restart. When you shoot somebody for real, they're dead, for real. You don't get extra lives like a video game. But this stuff of putting black folks on this loop, on the news, it needs to stop. I feel like it's just rude, it's irresponsible, it's disrespectful, and it really needs to stop. So that's all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying that we as a people come from kings and queens. We are royal, and we should be treated as such. We shouldn't be treated like garbage that you can just discard and and get entertainment from our misery. Our misery is not for your damn entertainment. This looping stuff of our misery just needs to stop. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm done. I know I'm tired of All right, that was a good one, Red One. Okay. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Uh-oh. You say you're just tired I'm of try. it. Uh-huh. I'm I trying. I'm trying to get off my soapbox, but I'm just tired right. of it. I agree. And let me, wait, when wait, it, I'm not putting my soapbox uh-huh. away yet. Um, mm-hmm. When I saw the situation of um, a car, it was two women in a car that drove into a Taco Bell. Now, at first, I thought, in Waldorf, Maryland, at first I thought that these were all black people out there, but then when I looked at that video again closer, there were, it looked like a few black people out there, but the person who looked like the employee was a white female. So apparently, when I read the story further, the 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 women in the car had gone through the drive-thru, gotten into an altercation. One of them got out of the car and apparently either hit or tried to hit the woman through the drive through window in this altercation, then went around to the front of the store. The woman then came out of the Taco Bell, the employee. So now there's a little crowd of people out front of Taco Bell. So they were out there yelling at the two women that were in the car. The woman hit the gas and stopped as if to say, I will run over you all. And I guess, you know, they continued yelling and saying different things. And then the driver just hit the gas and drove right into these people. And these people were flying in the air like human bowling pins. And when I saw it on the news, this thing was looped like a dozen times. A dozen times. And I'm not exaggerating. I, I stopped counting after like 12 of how many times do you need to loop this. This isn't funny, and it's not entertaining. That crap needs to stop because for some people, they look at that and go, oh, man, that was whack. I'm going to go do that. Sometimes you encourage people when you show them this stuff. That's why you need to stop it. Now I'm done. Hmm. All right. Over to you, Papa D. Okay. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm serious. That was a good For one. For Eddie Murphy as Rasputia. How you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That is a very that, that that is a very serious subject that that you're speaking on, and I, I've noticed that for years. I remember um, in the news uh, years back, a few years back in the D.C. area, this this black gentleman, he went and. Uh, 
he went up on his white lady's um, news scene. She was on the waterfront interviewing a restaurant owner or something like that. And the black guy was pissed off that he wasn't getting the stories that she was getting. And come to find out that the reporter that he killed, her cameraman was also killed. They both were killed. The, 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 camera, the reporter and the cameraman, the cameraman was actually her boyfriend. And they were both white, interviewing this white lady on the dock there. Mm-hmm. He ended up killing himself afterwards. But anyway, they didn't show this story at all. Because this girl actually worked for the network. And her boyfriend, who was the cameraman for the network, but they showed the black man and, you know, him and the, the, obviously showed who he was. He was an employee also for the network. He went up there to the waterfront and killed killed the reporter and killed her boyfriend because they had the little nepotism going on. He wasn't getting the real stories he wanted to get and all that. But you're very right on that. And and it just goes back to, you know, black folks have been a dis- disposable product for years. I mean, we're... We're worse than toilet paper with, 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 with shit on it. You know, all it can do is go in the toilet. You'd be surprised how we're perceived because people think we're going to fall for anything. And that's what's been passed down to them for years. I mean, you know, the, the biggest thing that will embed in your head is what you was learned, what you was taught as a child. You know, whatever you was taught as a child is going to be a mainstay for you, whether it's to say please and thank you and no thank you and holding the door for somebody, you know, lessons of racism and lessons of disrespect for a group of people comes at the same cost, comes at the same, you know, it's building you as your as your mind is, a, you know, your, your claymation where people are molding you to, to what they want you to be. And then white folks has always generated, you know, and they've always told their kids to watch out for black people, watch out for black people. That's been the number one teaching all over the world, not just in neighborhoods. Chinese people, Asians, they come here and and we're the you know we're we're the brink of everything. We're the people. The, their grandparents told them years and years ago, watch out for black. Never had a reason on why to watch out for black people. Just watch out for black people. And it was a time in the stores where, you know, we were supposed to have been the one that's doing all the stealing, but we weren't doing the stealing. Why wouldn't white folks come in and steal if if black folks are going to be accused of it? Hell, if I was white, I couldn't wait till the kids got home from school and went in the right age, and like they found out a few older uh, senior citizens and all white women was in there stealing their ass off, and they were charging little seven, eight year old, I mean seventh and eighth grade kids for the white folks that was in there stealing stuff, and then Trump came along and just exposed all white ignorance, every drop of it at its best. At its absolute best, he blew the dog whistle loud and clear. And the most ignorant, trifling-ass white folks were exposed on who they really are, who they always been. They know what they always been. But black folks, we, we were taught to be so kind in our life. We were taught to be so courteous, such mannerism. Our old school mothers, our old school fathers, our grandmothers, our grandfathers taught us to be neat. Don't touch this. Don't do that. Behave yourself. Yada, 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 yada. The white folks were taught to treat people like shit. And that's all they've ever done. That's why it amazes us when we look and see them act a damn fool when all we was taught to do was be nice and kind. But we were always projected as being the one that stole your pocketbook, stole your wallet. 
did you this? Every time something happened, oh, probably some black guy did it. Oh, probably some black guy did it. You know, it, it's always been the case. You know, just like today in, in the Capitol. You know, it was, it was a black gentleman that, that uh, killed that officer, you know. But what happened to him? He ended up dead, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But what about the eight people that was killed in, uh, what was that? Uh, South Carolina? Well, that too, but that's another one. But the recent one with the uh, the spies and everything. And that was in Georgia, right? It was in Atlanta. Atlanta area. That guy walked away. You know, he's going to trial. And even the 10 people just killed in the supermarket, that guy walked away. But if a black guy does something, chances are his ass is going to be dead, which he is. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not I'm not even speaking on that situation because it's fresh and it's horrible on all fronts. But, you know, we just, we're, we're, we're meant to be, you know, just disrespected, man. That's what was imposed in us. That's why we got to not paint on the rabbit ass mind. And I'm, I'm going to wind down on this to give you the moral of the story. We got to stop chumming up so much. We got to stop patronizing. Because they'll throw some fake me out shit on you. I saw late on the train one time this white woman on there. She was just using these older black women like crazy. You know, oh, oh I didn't bring my money. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll buy you something. We always did. They always used us to patronize them. They can have a pocket full of money and say to us, well, I don't want anything. Well, you can bring me back a tea. And black folks will say, well, I'll bring you back a tea and a donut. You know what I mean? We do that because that's how we was raised. But if somebody has been using us since their damn birth, then they'll say, well, I tell you, well, bring back a sandwich too. Here, let me get the money. And then black folks say, no, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. We keep patronizing them over and over again. Stop that shit. Make them pay for their own shit. You know what I mean? No disrespect. I'm not trying to talk radical. I'm just saying, yo, be the poor-ass Negro that they think you are. Stop perpetrating. Stop thinking that you, I got to prove myself to them. Ain't got to prove nothing to nobody but God Almighty. It's the only person you got to prove something to. Well. So don't, you know, stop doing that. Stop being so righteously righteous and deal with these devils. Come on now. That's all I got to say on that. Ooh. Papa Didi coming through. Yeah. On that soapbox. That's a good Ooh. one. Ooh. You got to get it in. Stop being so well. nice. Uh-oh. I don't want to be vigilante, but uh, you got a good point. Well. <laughs> yeah. Will there be one? Hey. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, it's been some deep stuff tonight. Mm. Well, deep that's stuff what we do tonight. And that's what we do. Okay. That's what we do. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Want to take a little CC? Yeah. I need to regroup. <laughs> I need to regroup. That was a good one. You had a good one too, Red Wine. That was good from both of them. <laughs> All right, we're good. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood wrap up so you can get your entertainment update on the Pajama Party Show. Don't move. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now 
right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with Kevin. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo! <laughs> All right. All right. Now, Red, buckle up, buckle so up. Give Kettle her intro. All right. It's time for Kettle with the Hollywood wrap up. Entertainment. All right. <laughs> Take it away. All right. I got quite a bit on the uh, the voice. Uh, 20th season, mega mentor Snoop Dogg joins the voice. As we know, he's a rapper, entrepreneur. Yeah, he's a, 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 a entrepreneur, everything. He, he, he's doing it all, on commercials, everything. Um, also, uh, they're going to have... Um, uh, I think Usher, Taylor Swift, James Taylor, those were um, some ones that were on there before, but Snoop Dogg, he joins that category. So it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, he got a lot of talent to give, a lot of advice to give, so I'm excited. I'm a voice person. I would love to hear the advice he gives these these singers. This will be interesting. <laughs> you know, he's going to be cool and laid back as usual. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the day it is. Also, oh, um, our... Yeah, also Ariane Grande. She's going to join The Voice also. She's going to replace Nick Jonas. Um, so that's going to be uh-huh. interesting for the for the next season. So I guess he wants to go out there and, and get his tour on. So, you know. Yeah, they're going to have a new, or, I mean, a, a, a younger audience with Ariana Grande. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, her advice and things she say and, you know. Um, also, like I said, yeah. I'm still on The Voice. Uh, reports of Kelly Clarkson. She's considering leaving The Voice over Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's ties to her ex-husband. Um, you know, her ex-husband, um, <laughs> he is manager to um, both of them. So it's like, oh, I uh, didn't know that. It's like Kelly is kind of stuck in the middle. So, you know, her bittersweet divorce, you know, is unfortunate to, uh, but, you know, the hubby, he's trying to come after some more money also. He wants to get, quote, unquote, child support. I'm like, are you serious? But the children wow. stay with her. Why the hell you want child support? But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, she she has some things to fall back on. So, 
I mean, you know, maybe she's going to take a break and come back. But I would like to see her come back, though. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm quite sure you've heard the big controversy about Nike. Nike, they get a they Nike gets a temporary restraining order against um, MSCHF to halt the sale of Little Nas's "quote unquote" Satan shoes. I'm like, are you serious? Did this you say company, wait, Did you say Satan shoes? Satan shoes. Yep. The Satan shoes made in collaboration with rapper Little Nas X. Um, yep. He has a new video okay, called Montreal. Um, call me by my name. Um, some satanic shit going on. I'm like, the shoe is tied to the video. I mean, if you into that, check it out. If you're not, I'm telling you, you're going to be blown away. But I just look at Little Nas as, as a modern day, um, Kanye West. But, um, he collaborated with a company that takes old shoes and they revamp them. So they revamped this particular Nike shoe that wasn't in circulation and created this shoe and you know, they have some they have what, Luke ten eighteen on the shoe and just different satanic things that are uh associated with the shoe. But um so it's gonna be interesting to see this, you know, see what happens with that. But these shoes were like a thousand dollars, and they sold out within about five or ten minutes. I'm like, are you serious? Why? Why? See, that's what's wrong with it. the world. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, also in the news is Drake. Drake Toronto's home was broken into by a knife wildering woman. These people are crazy. A knife wildering woman has been arrested after she allegedly stormed Drake's 100 million dollar Toronto mansion. And attack the security guard. Now he has the security there, but you're going to attack the man and try to wow. get access to his home. Oh boy, what is wrong with people? I just don't understand. Why? She was 17 years old. Someone said that she is a crazy 17 year old mental white girl that got beef with Drake. The whole city of Toronto oh, knows her, and she thinks she's. What? The whole city of Toronto knows her and she thinks she's black? She's the only white girl in the city that uses the N-word and is always on Instagram. Okay, that answers that question. Okay. Um, As you know, yesterday was April Fool's Day and some people were doing some crazy pranks. We did mention um, a few. Um, Tori Spelling, Aaron Spelling's daughter. You know, she already has five kids. She puts on Instagram that she's about to have her sixth child. She, I don't know where she got, I don't know, her stomach is puffy. It looks like she's pregnant, but she's like April Fool's. I'm like, you don't have anything else to do, Tori Spelling, <laughs> besides yeah, put really. that on uh, Instagram. I'm Nobody like, okay. cares, Tori. Right. She already has five kids. <laughs> so <laughs> why you want to stay? And get her daddy uh, last. I guess. Last but not not least, Bridgerton's reggae Jean Page will not return for the second season. What? Um, he will not return. He said there's a beginning, middle, and end. Um, so what's going to happen is they're going to concentrate more on the Bridgerton family. 
um, and the siblings and what happens with them. So who knows? He may come back, but for right now, he won't be back for the second (laughs) season. But if you read the book, I promise he was not in those books. So I guess they're following following the bookmark. But that's my Hollywood wrap-up. You guys want to go ahead and fuss and go, go fuss over here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Kettle. At least now we're up to date. I'm not happy, but I'm up to date. All right. We need Reggie. Come on, Reggie. Get out of here run up on the white women. Give that brother a break. See, nah, man. That ain't right. <laughs> That's just not right. All right, Papa Didi. So the kiss of list is a list of people that uh showed their butt heiny. And we're gonna put a we're gonna compile a list together. Uh we got this guy, what's his name? Gats? Gates. Matthew Gates. Gates. Mm-hmm. The Florida pervert chasing seventeen year olds across the state line. Mm-hmm. And made his name for himself fronting the game with Donald Trump. See, Donald Trump didn't put everybody in the trick bag. Man. He he walk away up in Florida somewhere chilling. You ain't gonna hear nothing from Trump. Trump can isolate himself with the quickness. He don't care. He's evil as hell. Like he did when the Capitals being attacked. It is. He went right into hiding. Anyway, Ted Cruz, of course, he stays on there. Uh, we so got Governor this. Kemp from yeah. Georgia, the governor of Georgia. For signing that uh, change in the voting laws, trying to isolate or ice out mm-hmm. voters of color. We see you. We know what you're doing. You ain't slid. I like to put also the city council of, uh, uh, what's that, Glen Arden, Maryland. They built these new little complexes in there. I was riding through that area one day uh, last week. And they built these new complexes. It looked really nice. I thought they were building some low-income housing for the area because the area is kind of low-income anyway. And come to, I see these big signs out there saying, now leasing, leasing, uh, which means they're not even selling the stuff. They're renting them. So why the hell would you build all this beautiful housing in the middle of the hood and you just want to rent it out? That must be some spillover shit from D.C. Anyway, oh, well. so we'll put the city council of Glen Arden on the books for not allowing black folks in Glen Arden, Maryland, yeah, the opportunity to buy affordable housing. They're going to rent it to them like it's a damn apartment. Them people need somewhere to live permanently, not your damn year lease. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. We got Derek Chauvin. I don't care what the outcome is from this trial. Derek Chauvin will be eternally on the kiss it list for the murder, cold-blooded murder of George Floyd. Yeah, and I think George Floyd's girlfriend was kind of throwing him under the bus a little bit, too. I think they joked. I think they roped over her. It sounded like she was kind of getting paid by the damn defense attorney. I don't even want to yeah, speak on Yeah, that testimony that, but, uh, was weird. Her testimony was weird, was talking fun. about her drug addiction. I want to hear that shit. Yeah. And that's that's in their face. Um, we were both doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're still strung out. I guess you got your hair done for the trial. Anyway. Uh, we got Miss Willis. That's the lady who did the April Fools and called her daughter and said she'd been shot. Put her on a kiss mm-hmm. list because that was just stupid. Yeah. Um, I got those ravens over in Alaska. Was that Anchorage, Alaska? That's been stealing people's mm-hmm. groceries at the Costco parking lot. And don't forget the squirrels yeah. that stealing people's. Oh, uh, the squirrels in Chicago or was, the squirrel. The squirrel that was stealing Amazon in packages. Chicago. 
The Porch Pirates Girl in Chicago. Shame now on they can stop playing on the Negroes anyway. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And all the media that keeps on showing black suffering did on we, a loop. Did we say Kemp of Georgia for changing yeah, all those laws? Yeah, can say him again. Yeah, Governor Kemp for changing all the laws in Georgia, mm-hmm. saying you can't take water and food to somebody that's standing in line. Yeah. What the hell? What, 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 Make what the year, voting take eight hours you think, to vote. But what do you think we are? you can't bring people water. But, but like I said, they're on. putting out laws that their grandpapa put out on black people. And how are they allowed to do this shit 40 years later? That's what's blowing my mind. And it just goes right through. The council and everybody in the whole chamber and now the young lady trying to send the young lady to, to, to jail for knocking on the door. The lady that was in that was knocking on the door when he was signing this stuff. Yeah. They got her. They arrested her now. She's gonna be standing yeah. trial. She just wanted to be in the room to see the signing of this bull that they were doing. But how many people? They're gonna try to lock they her up. Sent one person to trial yet for breaking into the damn Capitol. But anyway. Well, we have a story. special mm. award. For, oh, I'm sorry, Kettle. Did you have anybody else? Tory Spelling, that April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. She said she was pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody cares, Tori. Really? Okay, we have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss and Listen. Here's Kiss it. my empire All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One here with Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. We about to wrap this thing up. Put a bow on it and pack it. Dip it out. Ooh, what's your last word tonight, Papa D? My last word is just be careful out there. There's just so much going on. I mean, even when I'm driving, man, people are preoccupied. A joke almost... Gave me like a head-on collision, just preoccupied on a cell phone or whatever. I mean, I just I was a little ways away from them, and I see them like over in my lane, and I'm like, and this is on a residential street. I pulled over like I was in the in the parking space. I'm like, what the hell is on people's mind today? Everybody's preoccupied with some bullshit. Please get more, put that phone down, get more sleep. You know, just just better yourself. Cause some people are on edge. They're on the edge. I don't know what you're doing. What you they trying to jockey people, mess with two, have two different lives, messing with this one on the east side of town, messing with that one on the west side of town. I'm talking ladies and gentlemen, so we ain't going to even separate that. But anyway, you know, calm down, cool out. It, you know, we all got to live in this world. So anyway, just be careful. That's all I got. Okay. Over to you, Cattle. What's your last word? Oh, was it me? Okay, I'll go next. My last word, my last word is the disrespect of black people by the media 
when you're showing the violence and yeah. the trauma against us, yeah. especially in a video loop, mm-hmm. needs to stop. And then they say, but be careful, whatever about this show is graphic. Yeah. And we caution and you, this may be room. disturbing. Yeah, you we know, caution you. Anytime you have to preempt a video with that kind of warning, then mm-hmm. that's a sign that you don't need to show it. And you sure don't see no white folks getting their heads blown off. And that's all I'm getting saying. Getting hit by cars. If, if you want to start showing people getting jacked up, show everybody. But don't just pick us. Yeah, they do. And show the trauma and the violence against black people. I'm tired of that bull. That mess needs to stop. I think we as black people need to collectively start reaching out to our various um, news so- channels saying, we don't want to see that anymore. And I think if enough of us did that, they would stop it. As long as nobody complains, it's going to continue. So I'm just saying, let's just start reaching out to the local media and telling them, we don't want to see that stuff anymore. That's my last one. All right. All right. I like that. Um, I don't think you guys have anything else to say. I mean, all the things that you're saying, I did want to say. But um, like Papa said, just be kind to one another. I mean, you know, um, step back, take a chill pill. And uh, just, like I said, be kind to one another. I just, I, I don't want to say what's going on in this world, but, um, you know, there's a lot of mental health going on. And maybe we need to, you know, reach for, you know, whoever you pray to. Could be Allah, could be a Buddha, could be... Um, whoever, whatever, but it's, it's God for me, and uh, you have to have some kind of scruples, morals, or some kind of faith out here to survive, yeah. and, um, you know, before you go out here in this crazy world now, you, you have to cover yourself um, in, in such a way as far as prayer or some some type of, uh, you know, force to cover you, because um, there's just so much going on out here. And um, we just need to come together as a nation and just figure it out. And uh, I I, I wish uh, the mayor some help, too. I'm going to send her, you know, some help. I'm I'm, going to send her my help (laughs) while I'm uh, laying up there. She she needs it. She needs it, you know. uh, I said four or five years ago, I told her that all this development in D.C. is going to come back and bite her in her butt. Because the developer's yeah. main dog going to be the next mayor. One of her best friends, she thinks, will be the next mayor. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And let us not forget mm-hmm. the family of the uh, Capitol Police officer who lost his life tonight, today, trying to defend yeah. the Capitol. And the other one was hurt also. Yeah, and the one that's in yeah. the hospital. Yeah. It's supposed to keep us you know, safe. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for one another. That's all I can tell you. And like I said earlier, if you're feeling stressed out and frustrated, and if you're on the verge of feeling like you want to go get get a gun and bust a cap in somebody, don't do it. Just go outside or open the window and just yell. Well, like Stevie Wonder says, just go have a talk with God. There you go. That's on the right. Have a talk with God. Stick your head out of a window, scream as loud as you can. Songs in the key of life. Frustration, but killing one another is not the answer. Songs in the key of life. Mm-hmm. Listen to some music. and listen to that songs in the key of life. Even one of the things about everything. Calm you down, 
pray, meditate, do whatever you got to do. But we got to, you know, embrace one another because life is short. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. stuff that's going on is making it shorter. Yeah, it's getting crazy. But because it's coming full circle. And we're beginning to see the realism of who's really who. Yeah. Who's got home training mm-hmm. and who really don't have home training. Yeah. Because and some of this stuff going on, these politicians are just trying to make up for all the loss that they never received as children. That's why they got all this going on. They ain't got no damn home training. But well, we're anyway. not here for all that. We're not here to try to give you what your mama didn't. If you missed out on that, I don't know what to tell you. But going out buying AR, what are those things? AR-15. That's not the answer. And they're selling them to them boys just as quick as they want to buy them. But we do want to give a special shout-out to all of our listeners and our supporters from the east to the west, north to the south, and everything overseas. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening, really. Share the word. Tell somebody about Pajama Party Show. Hit us up online at apajamaparty.com. Nine o'clock every Friday night. Six o'clock on the West Coast. There it is. All right. We're going to get on out of here, and we will reconvene. The next service will be 9 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. next Friday night. Won't you be here and join us? Happy Good Friday. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. That's right. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Dye some eggs or something. Get you some egg dye. Hard boiled eggs and get you some dye and <laughs> a little paint. Or, paint or some or eggs. Taking it way back, probably. Yeah. yeah. Right. Put the dye in the little cups and get you some eggs yeah, and boil them up and then put it in the dye and then turn it around the other way and dye on the other <laughs> side. Scramble them or fry them. Or make an omelet, whatever yeah, you want to do. Put the fake grass in the middle of the table. Well, it's time to say goodnight. So we're going to say yeah. goodnight. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you next Friday night. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight. Put some fake grass on the say, middle of the table. Say goodnight, Kettle. And a big good old night. bunny in there. Uh, Throw some peeps in there. This is Red Wine saying bonsoir till next Friday night. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Aravadetti, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabi Ko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.
With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.